Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. Uh, my name is Ken. Jeff. My name is Scott. And we'll be talking about a classic Doctor episode. Doctor episode? <laughs> Doctor Who episode called The Power of the Daleks. The reason we're doing this one is because just recently it was um, made into an animated episode. It was animated. The, the existing episodes are, there are, there are no existing episodes. The episodes were wiped back in the 70s and the 80s or whatever. And, um, but someone had recorded the audio and most Doctor Who episodes have audio recordings of them, if not all. And over the years they've released parts of episodes like Web of Fear, which came out a few years ago, was missing one episode, so they came out with a reconstruction, mm -hmm. a bad reconstruction. Fans have made fan constructions, reconstructions uh, of these stories, and finally the BBC decided to do a complete story, the six-part Power of the Daleks animated, and they released it on um, DVD. DVD, Blu-ray, it'll be out in America. Is it on America already? No, because on America in February. February. And, but it's on um, the BBC America website. And it, oh, and it also aired on BBC America, which I thought was the most exciting thing, because how often do they show classic episodes? They don't. So, we ended up, the three of us have watched the animated with the audio and everything, and we're going to review it. So, here we are, reviewing Power of the Daleks. The Power of the Daleks. <laughs> I like the story. Yep. I like the way they animate the Daleks. But I look, but the, the people, yeah, people. I mean, I'm glad that they did it. Yeah. But you know, Troughton probably looked the best of all. But Ben just throughout the whole six episodes <laughs> looked like he was pissed off at the world. I was like, man, he's an angry young man. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I think they did a great job with the layouts of the backgrounds and the sets and everything. Daleks looked great, but the human characters looked really, they just, their movement was just so, like, jerky. Like, it wasn't really natural. I mean, it looked like uh, paper cutouts. Paper cutouts, yeah. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I'm not dismissing it no, overall. It was, it's just, it was, I mean, I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah, I did too. Well, most of the animation that they've done for the DVD releases on partial episodes have sort of looked like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, this just, it, it's like they bumped up bumped it up just a little bit better, yeah. I think. They were rushed, weren't they? They just started doing this this year because yeah. they, they wanted to get it out for the 50th, so they had a tight deadline. Well, I mean, number one, they've known about the 50th anniversary for about 50 years. <laughs> number two, <laughs> they've known that they have the audio recordings for since the 70s. Yeah, because they've released those all in the early 2000s on yeah. CD. And, and, I mean, I could go on and on about this. Why did they not do an animated Web of Fear? Why are they not doing animated of other stories? Why did they, Underwater Menace, it wasn't animated? I mean, it just it goes on and on and on. Why did they pick this? Um, and maybe they did it because, uh, you know, maybe they'll do a, another one next year. I don't know how well the sales have been, but, um, you know, I guess it was a big deal. And it seemed like it was almost a bigger deal in the press then Enemy of the World and Web of Fear was found, which I don't think is the case. Like BBC America didn't show them and I wish they had. <laughs> but um But then BBC America also partially paid for this. Oh yeah, that's true. Also I read in the latest issue of Doctor Who magazine that uh, they did an interview with the producer 
or the chief animator, and he said, um, you know, if it does well, they definitely are going to plan on doing more stories, so that's oh. good. So I hope it does well. Yeah, I hope it does well, and I hope they give them more time to do it. And yeah. Don't rush it. Because so, they could do a, a... Just looking at the part of the Daleks, you, you can see what the potential can be. Yeah. The, the Dalek animation was fantastic, and the scene, there's... I remember, the, I remember the last episode where the Dalek is coming out of the dark and its eyes lit up and yeah. stuff. That was really good. And, and all of it was really good for the Daleks. You know, they, they put a lot of extra effort into it. And obviously, the rest of it was bad. And I'm going to mention something later on, which, you know, they have a s certain amount of money or whatever. They also did it in color. And it's been released in color on BBC America, and it'll be on like a DVDs or something like some of the DVDs or whatever. Yeah, it's on the American DVD. It'll be on the British Blu-ray. And it's it's HD. It's high definition quality, and it's letterboxed. It's a, a widescreen. It's not the the it's standard. The six whatever. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they put a little extra work into it, and I it definitely paid off. We we could talk about the story itself in a minute, but. The show did horrible on BBC America ratings. Oh, it did? Well, apparently, because yeah. they started off the first two episodes, they showed like at 8.30. Yeah. And then from episode three to six, the last four episodes, was at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, that's odd. I think and also, I, they, they didn't show it in like all the episodes together. They just no. showed like they half showed, hours yeah, at the time. I, which I was under the impression that they were going to show all six episodes in one night. Yeah, that's what I thought. Which would have probably been better. Or... Episodes one through three, and then the next Saturday do you know four through six. Yeah, I set my DVR to record it for you know and then you three get, hours and, you and then get thirty minutes. And then it's that, like, right? well, where's the rest of it? Is that well, that's it? yeah? And, and they showed it in black and white. Yeah, and, and I don't mind the black and white part of it, but but I mean, so I'll go, I'll jump right to the the punchline. What I think they should have done. Is they're coming out with this Blu-ray and a DVD and all that with different versions. There's the black and white version. There's a color version. What they should have done, maybe, is taken and maybe made a movie version that they truncated. I know this is here's a classic fan saying this. Cut out all the garbage. Um, there's a lot of scenes where you, you don't hear anyone talking, and they're just everyone's kind of looking at each other. Polly's <laughs> looking at Ben, and yeah, Ben's looking, looking at, at you and you hear like chairs moving or something like they're doing, and that goes on for like ten seconds. And it's like if they had done gone through and kind of done a condensed version and, and cut out the um um you know and all that stuff, and and maybe shorten the story a little it's bit. Kind maybe of like what they did off. for the Galaxy Four reconstruction that's on the Aztecs special edition. Oh, I never they saw they it. made. Episode one and two together, as one episode. Yeah. Then they showed the one episode that they found airlock. Then they showed the the, the the part four. Oh, okay. Which I, which made it go. I mean, it was still boring to watch because it's still pictures, like watching a slideshow. But it went a lot quicker. Now the advantage of doing this is you could take a two and a half hour up, or you know, plus commercials how long how I don't know how long it well, is for the Christmas special with commercials they took an hour episode and made it 90 minutes so the commercials are adding a lot but so if you were to do this you would create this BBC America broadcast of Power of the Daleks that's maybe two hours long total maybe two and a half maybe they do it part one and part two whatever and have it kind of you could do it in color you can cut out all the the gibberish that doesn't really mean add much to it and make it a little more action-packed 
Again, the people who are classic fans will look at that and go, oh my god! But then you release it on Blu-ray with both versions, or DVD, so you have the black and white... For the purists. With, yeah, and, and then you can put that other version as an extra. Well, I think it would have probably done better on TV if it was in color. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I think it's the, the not airing it all at once was huge. I mean, people don't want to watch it half an hour at once. You saw the movie in the cinemas. Was yeah. It, was it yeah. attended well? or? Oh, yeah. It was... Uh, it was it wasn't sold out, but like it was, there was a huge audience. Were people leaving? No, no, they really? were really okay. into it. There was there's some new Who fans there that are curious about the older stories, and they really enjoyed it. That could have been a thing too. A lot of people saw it in the theater, maybe, and, and just decided not to watch it on BBC America because it yeah. came out later. Yeah, I mean, I was upset when I heard that they put they put Star Trek: Next Generation on in its place. And you know, BBC thinks that, and maybe that, maybe BBC thinks that Star Trek: Next Generation would make would be do better ratings than this, and that made me that made me upset on Facebook. I was like, I can't believe that. I was more mad at the fans. Yeah. But that's not their fault, really. I mean, I go to the um, Long Island Doctor Who convention. And there's so many fans of the of old and new still. I, yeah. I when I went to that convention last year for the first time because I had gone to conventions for so many years, I thought it was going to be a bunch of people going, "Woo hoo!" And then if the Croton would come out and people go, "Ah!" But they they're not. They're all not all, but they're most of them are embracing the whole thing. And a lot of it's a younger crowd too. I mean, and younger crowds like the young the kids, the 14, 13 year olds are wearing classic costumes and I'm like I can't believe that I mean yeah. I, I can but I'm it's good good to see that but then this happens and I'm like and it oh, just can't you, you scratch your head going what the hell happened yeah but especially when they replace it with Star Trek I'm like that's yeah I I've got a beef with BBC America because they're programming there's so much great Brit so many great British shows that they could show during the day and all they do is show American, like American films and American TV shows. Mainly Star Trek. Now they got Voyager. They yeah, and classic Star Trek. And it's like that's kind of the show that sort of killed the the original series of Doctor Who because they couldn't compete with the the budgets. They only seen the show British stuff, very limited. At night, like eight o'clock onwards. Yeah. But uh, I'm just you know, I mean it's not like they didn't promote. The power of the Daleks. I mean, it was, it was in magazines, it was in <clears throat> the Doctor Who comic book, Power of the Daleks, BBC America, eight thirty whatever, and then the commercial was on all the time. You'd be watching, <laughs> watching Star Trek because there's nothing else on, and the commercial would pop up. Now, I mean, showing it in episodes, the episode itself is slow. The animation is not good, so there's a lot of negatives to it. I mean, if they had shown a Evil of the Daleks in the same way, I think Evil of the Daleks is probably a better episode overall. But if they had shown Enemy of the World, even the real Enemy of the World, how well do you think that would have done? That's that's a slow story, too. That's a slow story, but I, it, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And I, I thought it was fantastic, but it's not doesn't have Daleks in it. This had Daleks in it. You would think that would be enough. People would watch it. Even if the Daleks were in the corner of the room just going, uh, for half an hour, they would watch it because it's the Daleks. But it's not the case because they were almost doing that in this story. <laughs> and they, But Enemy of the World, I, I mean, 
that's probably why they didn't do it. They didn't show Enemy of the World. Even Web of Fear, which is probably more action-packed and was directly connected to a new series. Yeah. Um, I don't know how well that would have done. I know, you know, the fact that they didn't I have think all it's of the them. fact that it was in, it's in black and white. Yeah, that's a, a possibility. A lot of the people nowadays probably won't watch a black and white Doctor Who serial. Curious to see how the color version of Power of Dallas did compare to the black and white. Well, on Christmas Day? Yeah. Well, I watched it, and I thought it looked great, the colored part. But, I mean, who's going to watch it on Christmas Day? I mean... I just had it on. People like me. I, I did, because I'm sitting there waiting for... What time did it start? 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, no, I don't think, except for maybe Scott, you weren't watching it live, though, were you? No. Okay. Nobody watches it live. I did. Okay, well, you watched the whole thing? Yeah, I did. Okay, so you Well, got, I was up at 6 in the morning. Okay, so that, that explains why you got up. You got, you woke, it wasn't Kurt waking you up. No, yeah, he it did. It was he you did. waking up saying, I, we got to be done by 8.30, no. so watch Power of the Daleks and call it. <laughs> no, he I, he woke us up, and I okay. said, okay, it's on, I might as well put it on while I'm, and I stayed out of the kitchen okay. like I was told. <laughs> okay, so, lots of issues, but um, let's talk about the story itself. I, um, wouldn't the, my favorite episode was the part where they show where um, Lesterson sneaks into the capsule, looks through the porthole and sees like the Dalek assembly line and um, I've seen still images and clips from it for so many years but to see the whole thing like in action I thought that was great. That, that was, was that was that was uh, especially when you took the whole thing and they start marching out and they go dogs yeah. conquer and destroy. And yeah. That's some really good cliffhangers in this. And one of the cliffhangers we have, I think, because I've seen the... There's, there's the sensor clips, right? They have the sensor clips. Well, the one where the dogs are coming out. Haven't we seen that? We have, yeah. We have that, that. That, yeah. that clip okay. exists. And they, I, I love how, I, like, when they animate this, going back to the animation again, they're going by photos and what they They're have and stuff the like that. Yeah. But they obviously did a really good job with that because that looked almost shot for shot exactly like the the, the real sh shot. How the Daleks are going, then there's a delay and because the, the other the front first Dalek is circling around really quickly to get back <laughs> in line. And they did that with the animation, which they didn't have to. They could have just they could have amped it up and made it look like you know they could have shown 500 Daleks and but I mean they decided to keep it as close to the original as possible and um, but some really great cliffhangers yeah one thing that, that I uh, really liked about it was that um, due to the nature of it being brand new and using computers and animation tools and things like that they didn't try to gloss it up with fancy visual effects like the Dalek laser or the Dalek uh, weapons they when they fire it's just like the old the old the classic series where you just you don't see a beam come out and it's just the positive negative mm -hmm. back and forth of the actor getting killed dying in agony <laughs> yeah, I thought they did a really good job with Lester's yeah especially when he goes crazy towards the end he's like oh my god the doll he's like like this and like he grabs his hands in his mouth I love how he how he gets killed I mean, I oh, yeah. that. You he just like, and he just stands there, stand there. <laughs> and then they cut away before he starts to tip. And he, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? he was such so naive and gullible. It was it, like watching that character, and then you see him go crazy at the end. The Daleks know what you're thinking. The Daleks know everything, and he's like, the Doctor. And even in the animation, you can see the second Doctor looking at him like, "Whoa, you 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 went around the bed, haven't you?" <laughs> 
I don't know if that acting was a little over the top. I mean, uh, one of the things that... It's well, better it was than, over the top. You can tell in the voice. Yeah, I mean. It's better than Reconstruction, because Reconstruction, I tend to fall asleep watching. Reconstructions are so boring. Animation's a little bit better, but this animation is not dynamic enough to keep me awake. And so when I'm watching all these characters... Thank God they had name tags on, so I didn't know what to say. I mean, some of them were bigger than others and everything. But um, when the people died, they left their eyes open. They were like, the eyes were like wide open. Yeah, they were. Now, when they killed off um, the girl, two of them fall down, and they're just like, <laughs> as they were standing. Maybe that happened in the, in the series, but... And, and it's brutal because they show all those dead bodies and the girl there with her eyes open. I'm like, oh, they obviously must have done that on purpose because maybe that's how she... That's how they must have had it in the telescope. Oh, maybe. I mean, well, I, in the DVD, when it comes out, it has the reconstruction in it so you can watch and oh, see. Good, good. Which, you can, if you need to have trouble falling asleep, just watch the reconstruction. <laughs> but um, that, that final episode I thought was fantastic. I mean, it was full of action. It was pretty brutal because a lot of people died. I mean, like everybody, everybody did. I mean, they they, they kind of glossed over this in the story, but that was a whole colony with citizens and stuff. Because they showed at the end a woman carrying a baby, I think. Right. And you know, she didn't get shot, but you know, everyone else was more military, you know, or or traitors or whatever, you know. But um, it was pretty brutal, but it made up for the, um, the people just sitting around. While the doctor's playing the recorder, like, like I mean, the scene where he's trying to find the the frequency to break out of that jail, I thought that was kind of clever. But boy, you know, he spends like forever. fifteen minutes trying to, you know, okay, okay. Well, six episode story, they have to fill yeah. time. So it, it definitely dragged, and I remember listening to it a long time ago and and knowing and remembering that it kind of dragged. Well, I thought it was like, funny where where Polly thought. Knew that it was the doctor, but Ben didn't. And they were, they, didn't they watch the regeneration? Yeah. Yeah, but you still don't know. I mean, you can't sit there and Well, see. the only way Ben gets convinced is when the Daleks, like, recognizes the doctor and, like, wants to kill him. Yeah. And then. But I mean, what would you think if you, someone just transformed in front of you? Is it possible that they teleported out and someone else teleported in? Well, in back in 66, the doctor regenerated his clothes, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so Patrick Trout was wearing a completely wasn't wearing Hartnell's clothes. He was wearing complete, his, you know. Well, yeah, but his ring though, right? But the no. ring fell off. Ring yeah, fell off. yeah. Um, where did he store that hat? Because at the end he had the hat. It just mysteriously. Yeah, because it would just reappear. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it did that in the episode. I don't know, but I would be a lot more excited if this was the real episode. Obviously, I, I would have been like. You know, and I probably would have liked it better. I mean, you know, but um, this was a pretty good story. I, I thought the second, the last episode was really good. Ben, uh, uh, Michael Craze must have gone on a vacation or something or a holiday because he wasn't in like several episodes. Same with Anna Wells. Yeah, she wasn't in. For yeah, a she while. was kidnapped for like an episode. Well, that's and a usually half. what they do when they take vacation. They yeah. get captured. Yeah. You don't see him for a while. The, um, when the do, doctor gets knocked out and he's like sitting in a corner. <laughs> I do like, I thought the first episode was fantastic too because of the regeneration mm -hmm. and how Patrick Troughton doesn't say hardly anything as the doctor. He just kind of mumbles and says a couple things and doesn't really going, settle in too much. Um, but it definitely, you know, you edit out the, f the f third, the second, third, and fourth 
Yeah, I liked the um, the late the backgrounds for the Planet Vulcan. I thought that yeah. looked really cool. Um, does anyone here did it, anyone ever purchase the uh, CD-ROM reconstruction? I don't have the CD-ROM reconstruction. I have the original CD that they yeah. Well, they you put out the audio CD, and then maybe a year later they put out. It the, was revisited or re, or yeah. re something like. It's that. like I think it you it it's several years years old now, so like you, you would play it on like QuickTime or something like that. So it's you like I don't even it know off. if I can even use it. You can get it now on Amazon for five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh really? It's yeah. not for that much. Oh wow! Well, when I got it, well, I was the reconstruction really... is on the, the DVD. Yeah. So you can just watch the reconstruction. Yeah. But up up until now, that was like the only way of watching it for me. But it was it well, loose canon. They make a whole bunch of the reconstructions. Yeah. Of the missing episodes, and if you have the Underwater Menace DVD, you may want to skip the BBC half-ass reconstructions and watch the loose canon ones. Or skip of... the whole story. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're gonna have to review it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is this has nothing to do with uh, power of the right. the, the, the power of the Daleks. But, but the re but the reconstructions on the DVD and that for years is the only way we were able to experience this episode before they actually animated it. Well, and it, it, you can't watch it all at once. It's so boring. In regards to the underwater menace, it always gets flack for the fish people. But I saw something that actually like worse than the fish people was in a, a nineteen. 30s uh, Flash Gordon serial, and um, it w they were like the, the Shark Men, oh. and it was basically just dudes with dudes with like bathing suits and like and, and bathing caps. I mean, they didn't look like shark people, you know. But anyway, that's so back, back to the topic. If we if BBC were to do another one of these, what do we think they would want to do? Well, everyone wants the Dalek ones, but if I I would. Say, let's try to do the Will in Space. There's like what, two or three episodes? It's a, yeah, it's a six-parter, and they have two existing. So they could do that one, but I think they'd have to do, a, you know, maybe do a Hartnell next. I would love to see the Dalek Master Plan. But that's or is like, it the Daleks? Plural? No, it's. I don't know. But that's like twelve episodes long. Yeah, and, and they, they have, have three, about right? People. They have three existing episodes. Yes. Two, five, and ten. But I mean, if they had a harder one, you would think they would do Marco Polo, but that would be boring as hell. Well, for the non-fan, I think it would probably be boring, you know. But. Well, if they did did a Hartnell one, because there's not that many Hartnells that are. Well, there's more Hartnells than there are ones, and there's not that many. I mean, the Master Plan is one. I mean, we we always say, why are they not doing animated with all the rest of them, like? They keep saying they'd only want to do animated, this is for a couple of years ago, they would only do animated on ones that had majority of. Right, except like the for, base. Except for Crusade, which they decided not to do, maybe because it was historical. Well, and they then, did the Reign of Terror. Yeah, but they didn't do Crusade. Which is, So, yeah. so there's, there's a conflict here, and, and maybe it's related to the possibility of finding new episodes, but it's, it's annoying because Restoration Team would sit there and say, no, or someone would say we're not going to do Crusade. No, no, no. But but then they do um, Moonbase, and it's like okay, well wait a minute now. And then well, if you're going to do Moonbase, why don't you do? Can you do um, Social Toy Maker? Okay, that's not that's three episodes, but why not? Now they're doing Power of the Daleks, so now it's wide open. They could do anything. 
They must real think or realize or have an inkling that Philip Morris isn't returning anything. Or they just are sick and tired of waiting for him because he's, I don't know, either playing games or... Or the BBC is saying, well, we got to milk classic Who for... I mean, a couple of years ago, somebody announced that they were going to start coming out with more classic Doctor Who. Does that mean, was this the Power of the Daleks animated or... Are they going to re-release re it? Well, you would have thought that they would animate the Underwater Mask because there was a four-parter with two missing. Yeah, yeah. But they give you that None of it makes sense. Or at least animate the Web of Fear Episode 3. We need to send a, a spy into the BBC Worldwide Office apply and find out what's going on. There or something. Okay, I'll let you I, know I think goes. the reason that they did this was they just got fed up waiting for Philip Morris. They wanted to celebrate the anniversary of the first Patrick Troughton story. And they just said, screw you, we're going to do this anyway. Well, they, and, well, they also know if it, Philip Morris comes out two months from now and says, oh, look, I have all six episodes of Power, The Power of the Daleks, they know that the fans will buy it. Yeah, but I mean, so, so let's say... I, mean, that, I would buy it. Let's say that would happen, yeah. you know, not necessarily right now, let's say at the end of next year it happens, not everyone's going to buy it. I would, you would, I, you know, every, you know, the three of us most would, yeah. people would, fans, but but not the general public. No, because they already bought the cartoon. And, and then, so then BBC then releases Evil Dogson animated, and most of the fans go, "Whoa, wait a minute here," mm -mm. because is there a game going on where Philip Morris is sitting there going, "You know what? I'm not going to release anything." Oh wait, they just released Power of Dogs. Okay, here it is. Okay, well, here's Evil Dogs. Oh, okay, I got that, too. Well, you know, if he's like, <laughs> doing that and just sitting on him and not at least letting someone at BBC Worldwide know what he has, it's kind of a pretty rotten thing. Why don't we go find him and um, kidnap him? And, you know. Well, apparently he just did an interview with uh, what's the guy who does that? Who did that stage show there. Uh, what's his name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. They did a stage version of uh, Web of Fear many years oh, ago. Oh, Clayton Hickman, isn't it? Or no? Um, yeah, but I, I know what you mean. But yeah, but he for Phantom Films, he did a, th uh, a three, a fifteen-minute interview. Yeah. So I mean, it should did he be, say anything? I don't know. I haven't listened to the interview. Yet. Oh, okay. Well, no one's going crazy, so they obviously didn't say. Well, it's also the Christmas weekend, so maybe no one's paying attention. But I mean, it'd be nice to know what if he does or doesn't have anything. Because now the news rumor is episode four of Galaxy Four is found because the telus uh, the reconstruction is taken off the internet. So it's just like almost funny things. I mean, Evil and Dogs would be a good choice again. I want to see Fear from the Deep. I doubt BBC America is going to want to fund it unless they get unless the DVD does well. But they're not going to want to show it on. I, I doubt they would want to show it on TV again. What they would probably do is, is just show it on their website. I'd like to see the Macroterra or Fury from the Deep, or maybe even the the, the Abominable Snowman. Would be good too. Yeah, so Tron has a lot more episodes people would want to see than yeah than Hartnell because a lot of the ones from Hartnell are historicals like the Mythmakers, Marco Polo, but I mean, the Massacre, and those could be really dull. Smugglers. And, and, the, and getting back to the other yeah. point I mentioned, where if they made a truncated version. Then they could maybe spend more money on the animation and maybe make it a little bit better. I mean, obviously, if they wanted to, we the best thing would do is you look at Rogue One and do animation like that. Yeah. Okay. That's ridiculous. But at some point in the future, it's possible that someone in their in their living room 
can sit there and create animation that looks almost that good yeah. or better, and eventually it, it'll exceed to the point, and then, you know, reconstruct a Doctor Who episode that would look almost like the original. Like Did people someone could, do that for Mission to the Unknown? But the animation is not going to look as good as, as it would on Rogue One, because they would need millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but, right now, but, you know... It's, Twenty years from now, campaign. <laughs> well, yeah. Twenty years from now, though, that that I mean, the technology has advanced so much that imagine twenty years ago getting Power of the Daleks animated like this, we would be like, oh my god. Yeah. And, and, and now I think we're spoiled a little bit, and you know, we look at the animation uh, that's coming out, and we see this, and we go, boy. It's like Count of Bear of nineteen seventies Saturday morning. That's what we do. So it's bad, and. and it's not meant to be groundbreaking animation. It's just here we are. We're just shoving something together, and there was very, very little money put into it. Apart from the the Dalek stuff was good, but do they really want to spend that much money and then just not sell? I think it? if they spend that much money, they should not rush it out for an anniversary or anything yeah. like that. But I mean, I'm sure someone's sitting there going. We can do evil Daleks, so we can do the animation approaching I'm the best animation you see on TV. But then that's it. We're done. We're not going to be able to do any more. Or we can create the pup, the um, paper mache, the paper figures, and we can do. I'm just wondering <laughs> because the Blu-ray comes out in February in England if they go back and touch it up because they rushed it out for it's more touching up than just. <laughs> well, I don't know. know. I mean, Let's move his arm so it looks a little better. I mean, you know. I don't know. You never know because the Blu-ray is coming out in February. But they rushed this out so they can get get it on the BBC store for digital release. Yeah, they have to do the whole animation over again. I mean, they're not going to do that. No. I, I would have to go back and look at the animation of the DVDs because I didn't I didn't have a major problem with it, but it was. You know, I'm trying to look at it and, from a perspective of like. I'm, I was trying to imagine what it would really look like. I'm kind of watching it, and I think the back, like you said, I think the backgrounds are probably very close. Yeah. And the Daleks obviously moved, you know, exactly like they did in the show. So, you know, that's definitely got to be something that, that holds people back. And I know there's people that prefer the reconstruction to the animation, but boy, I don't no, know. No, I'd rather watch the, the, that type of animation over the reconstructions because some of the reconstructions, they're just boring as hell because you'd be looking at one picture, and you can hear different conversations, but there's just two people it's just staring at you on a, like a blank, uh, not moving. Yeah. yeah. And it's just at least the an animation shows the movement. And yeah, you know, I know I know it wasn't the greatest, but it. I mean, I'm glad that they did, it, and I hope they do more. I, I yeah. mean, I, I just almost, hope they just don't rush it. And almost like, why don't you get some of the screen captures, and then animate the screen capture. <laughs> They kind of sort of did it on that Galaxy 4 one. Yeah, I didn't see it. But, I mean, you're right. I think part of it is the animation, like, you know, scowling the whole time. And it's like, you know... Well, well Polly looks like she's in shock for all six episodes. And Ben is just, like, mad. Yeah. And then Jane Lee, the girl... Is the, yeah, the Jane girl, Lee. She comes in. Her <laughs> eyes are like going. Well, but that was. But they actually actually happened in the actual things. I saw one that telesnapped, and her eyes were going all over the place. No, but it, okay. So I, I didn't notice that. You didn't notice her eyes were going like all different directions. Well, I thought the, the Rob, 
the, the scientist there was his eyes bug out. But when she comes in and she makes an announcement or something like that, she's like, you know, it's hard to do on audio, but she's like, you know, like standing like, hey, you know, it just looked kind of awkward. And I'm like, I wonder if she did that. I got to look for the reconstruction photo and see if there's a... Yeah, when you get your DVD. Did they have their, their name badges, like, in the actual story? Yeah, they did. Okay. Because it really helps with the animation, because some of the characters are just, you know, yeah, not I don't very... Know who was what, and, you know. Like, Resno and... Well, you didn't care about that. All you need to know was Lesterson and the guy who was who took over. Bregan. Bregan. He was, he was, and of course we have to mention he was in uh, Pyramids, of, Pyramids Mars. of Mars. Scott, Professor Scottman. Oh, and then the uh, the communication device when they turn it on. Or oh yeah. Like, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what is that? I know. I, <laughs> that always bothered me. I I would be like uh, I'd be at work with my headphones listening to the CD and it's just like. What is that? It sounds like a little robot or something. I don't know. It's just like laughing at people. He's like operating the button. Another bit of trivia is the guy who played. Um, what's the the white-haired leader? The governor. The governor. He was in um, Claws of Axos. He played it like one of the parliamentary minister oh, guys. The animated version of Claws of Axos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, you're talking about the real... The real one, yeah. The real one that we can't see because yeah. it doesn't exist. What? The Claws of Access? No, the real Power of the Dollars. Oh, the real Power of the Dollars, yeah. Hensel. Governor Hensel was in Claws of Access. See, one, one of the things that I, and maybe everyone disagrees with me, I go on the forums and people talk about like what their favorite episode is, and they'll go, Oh, my favorite episode is Space Pirates. And, and I feel like going... No, you can't use that as a favorite episode because it doesn't exist. Now, if you watch the reconstruction, you're not watching the episode, you're watching the reconstruction. And, you know, can, can you say that you've seen Power of the Daleks? Never seen it. No. I've not heard it. You know, no. We've watched the animation. I, I feel like it's... We've watched the remake. It, it, the remake, it's close. I mean, it, it's as close as we're going to get, obviously. Hopefully not, but... But I still don't, I can't sit here and say, I've watched Power of the Daleks, and I know, I know for a fact that I like Enemy of the World better. Because I don't know that, because if Power of the Daleks is found, maybe it's better than Enemy of the World when I watch it. I don't know, I mean, and, but I just, it bothers me when people say that, and my point is that the animated episodes are not the real episodes, so you can't sit there and say, because I know people online are, are they, they're coming out with checklists, of what's missing still, and Power Dallas is not on the list anymore. It should it's be. It's gone because it's been found. Here it is, animated. Check off. Well, the fact they animated makes you believe that it's never going to be found. Oh, yeah, but they're, they're almost like people are like, well, I finally got to see Power of the Daleks. That's why I just didn't fall into the hype as much as I would. If this was a real episode, I would have been like, even though I couldn't have gone to see the movie in the movie theater, I would have anyways if it was the real episode because I would have. Yeah. But the I, animated, I was like, eh. When I first saw the press release, I was hoping that it wasn't the entire six episodes, that they had found some oh, yeah. original films. Well, that was a rumor at one point. And then I was disappointed to hear that it was all six. But still, I was good. I mean, it's good to have as a visual reference. Because when you listen to the audio only, a lot of times it's really hard to tell what's going on. And you have to go on your imagination. Yeah, which is, you know, that's... Who wants to use their imagination no. when you can watch something? 
You know what they should do? At now? least in the imagination, Ben's not all pissed off for six episodes. <laughs> they should do for Power of the Daleks. Not that they've done this. Is they should animate all the rest of them, including the ones we already have, just so we have a complete animated character. Yeah. Even Tom Baker, Peter Davison. You should shot The him. same animation. Yeah. <laughs> animate Shada. <laughs> Shada. Well, they did animate Shada with Palm again, right? In Battle Ward. Yeah, but that was like a flash sort of animation. It's still better than nothing. Yeah. It's better than nothing. <laughs> but it would be nice to, to have a complete library of DVDs like on your shelf where it's like, you know, from would, yeah. Un Unearthly Child to Survival and then it's all complete. Yeah. Even if it's animated. Even if it's animated. Even if it's the style that they did in Part of the Daleks. That type. And they might do that. I mean, BBC wants to do this. They, they want to make more money off of Doctor Who. So they don't really care what Philip Morris is doing as long as they don't get burned by it. So if they sit here, if this is successful, then they might do Marco Polo or Evil of the Daleks or something like that. But they could go back and maybe when they start, they could go back and do Web of Fear. They could go back and do episodes that, are there any that have come out that, well, Underwater Menace. Underwater Menace, they should, they should have done the Crusade. Crusade. Any, anything else? I mean, you know, the you know. Stephen, because you know we'll never find that one. Yeah. <laughs> but they could do all of them. So at some point, maybe in our lifetime, maybe you're right. Maybe we'll have all the Doctor episodes animated or, or real. Um, I hope they, they, they do all animated. But you but have to think that... Here we are ripping it apart, though, the animation, and then we're like, well, we want to see it animated. Well, I think because this was rushed. For yeah, the anniversary, I, I because if you read in Doctor Magazine, be much the guy started in February, right? Or he started this year, 2016, like like February or March. That's a lot of work. And they had to hurry up and get done for November. But I, I don't know much about animation, but once you create the model of the character, it's I think it's very easy to sit there and go just well, at least with the dollars. Yeah, you know, there's no and it, there's no depth to it. It's yeah. And I think they had software to, to sync the, the mouth movements with the dialogue, so they didn't have to, like, guess at that, so... Well, and when they turned, they, like, had a profile, and then when they turned, it was like... <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. It's, I find it endearing. I mean, it has its flaws, but, you know, I Whatever it's a good effort. Whatever they do next, you would think that they would call Philip Moore and say, do you have this? And yeah. then... That if it comes out animated, yeah. let's just say Galaxy Four. I don't think BBC cares that much. No, about I don't think that. so. I don't think they're going to. Ryan's going to call. Uh, say, long, well, give no, us a bone here. Do you have that. Galaxy Four? And if he says no, then they'll animate, animate the the three missing episodes. Yeah, it's always a risk, but I, I think the BBC and I know they don't want. I don't think Phil Morris wants to do that either. I don't think Phil Morris is sitting there with a bunch of stuff going. You know, I could sell this. I, I don't know if he makes money. It's all these question marks, but, you know, Power of the Alex is worth, or even a, let's say it's not Philip Morris, let's say it's someone who's hoarding evil Daleks. I got the whole series, and I'm not going to sell this or anything, ha, ha, ha. And then they announce the animation, then, then it's like, well, if you want to sell evil Daleks, your price is now probably hit it, taking a hit. Not much. But if Philip Morris finds Evil Adalgs and gives it to BBC for free, and BBC puts it on DVD, the guy with the Evil Adalgs films in his, his, in his basement are going to go, well, now I, now I have nothing. It's worth zero. Whereas I could have probably sold it for 
$100,000 a week ago, now it's worth zero. So I think what Philip Morris has been trying to do is he's been trying, maybe there's a thing that like trying to... Private collector or something? Yeah, trying to say, I got more, and trying to for the private collector to go, oh boy, I better sell it now, or get rid of it now, or become the hero now by saying, I got it. But um, I think that's what um, Ian Levine tried to do. I think he was trying to... Convince the private collectors that he's people got. or Philip Morris because he was like, I oh, guess what I got, and it's like, but no one bit because they either don't have it or they don't believe them. <laughs> well, I I recall you know having to go out and buy all the VHS tapes, and you then had to, and then someone and, had a gun to your head and said you have to go yeah, out and get Yes, them. I was somebody. No, um, they were like like thirty forty dollars some of them. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, growing up, you know, I, I wanted the whole collection, so I bought all the VHS. And then the DVD came out, so I bought, you know, I have most of the DVDs, but I'm thinking, you know... So, ten, hey, they're all right Yeah, there. ten years from now, after they release everything that's missing as animated cartoons, maybe they'll come up with the 3D, you know, facial rendering software and be able to do, like, you know, a better job of it, and then you end up having to buy them all over again, so... Which we probably would. It'll yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It'll problems. never stop. I mean, for quality-wise, there, there's not much they can do to improve the quality. Yeah. I mean, DVD is because it's the standard definition. There's a couple of episodes that they can. They there was there was Spirit from Space, and they released that in Blu-ray. Um, but there's not much more they can do with that. I guess they could remaster. They've already remastered a, a handful of many anyways, but they could. In the future, remaster them completely and release it again. And of course, by that time, it's all digital release. You're not going to see the physical media anymore. That's already kind of happening. Yeah. A little bit. But yeah, they can milk it for all they want. I mean, and then, like you say, the animation would be the next way to go. And that's what they're doing now. And maybe they'll still improve the animation. Who knows? They do it. They take their time. They, I'm sure they will. No, they're going to be you know, like, we we watch this probably, out. They're probably going to rush it out so they can capitalize on the money on uh, what's missing. Like, well, part of the rush job is not, oh, we just found out about this. It's, we're only going to pay you for this amount of time, so get it done. And so the authors, the artist is going, you know, and, and gets out a product that maybe could be done better if they had a couple of years to work on it. But. That's the same thing. It's like, we don't want to pay you for two years. We want to pay you just for a couple of months worth of work. We want the minimum amount of effort so that we can throw the product out there. People are going to buy it. And maybe they won't. Maybe they'll get sick of doing it. I mean, you know, I know definitely Scott's not going to buy an animated copy of Space Pirates because that episode sucks, right? I'd buy it. I'm a sucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there would be a lot of fans that would. I mean, I'm buying Power of the Daleks, I believe. But I don't, I don't know. Part of me still believes in the fines and... I don't think Flip Morris has no, it. I really not, don't. But I mean... As long as I don't come out with three animated episodes a month, like, maybe if it's one a year, I can probably do that and maybe be okay with it. But I also don't want to have duplicates either. I mean, when you say... They start to animate episodes that we already have or stuff. Yeah. Like maybe not. Like, I don't have the special edition Aztecs. Well, it's you know. cheap at Amazon UK. That's why I bought it. Oh, is it? Yeah. And plus, I'm sick of waiting for Philip Morris to say he has it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. 
But it's like, you know, I bought the uh, Lost in Time collection, and then there's like a part of Enemy of the World on there, and now I've got the whole thing. And, okay. and it was an episode of But I'm not complaining. Fear, yeah. No, I'm not complaining either. No. Oh, and Web of Fear as well, yeah. So, so when Web of Fear comes out with the episode 3, you would buy it again, right? Yeah. You know, you know what makes Hopefully me... Hopefully in the box set with a found a bundle of snowman. Well, yeah, that, that too. But you know what makes me really mad about Enemy of the World and Web of Fear? I guess Power of the Daleks has extras and commentaries and stuff. Mm -hmm. Why did Enemy of the World or, or Web of Fear did not have that stuff? Why was it packaged differently? Why didn't it have anything? It didn't have commentary. It was a rush job. Okay, how many years have gone by and they can make a special edition and milk it again the people are still alive as of right now, some of them. It's been three, but when this party goes out, it'll be four. <laughs> this podcast goes oh, out. Well, yeah. but the point of the matter is, for some reason, there was something different about Enemy of the World. And they, they knew it was found, so they had plenty of time to do extras for it. They did. They did. They could have easily... And there was, where's the documentary on how they found the stuff? Philip Morris says he's going to do that. Hasn't been done yet. Why is... There's still questions. And it's infuriating when, you, when I see, I mean, I love Enemy of the World, it's there, but I want to watch it again with commentary. And I want to watch it, the, the documentaries and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like to hear what Fraser Hines and Deborah Welling have to say about it. And I'd buy it again. You know, I don't want to do that every, every if, if Philip Morris is, releases all his episodes, I don't necessarily want to buy each one twice, but, or three times. Because we'll buy it off iTunes. I bought it off iTunes <laughs> the first time, and I bought it here. And then two years later, I want to buy the special edition. I don't want to do that. I probably will, maybe. Mm. But anyway. I, I prefer not to. <laughs> but <laughs> we should do a whole podcast on the Omni Rumor in itself. Well, it's pretty much burnt out at yeah. this point. It's just infuriating when I. Anyway, so, so um, hopefully the part of the Daleks, you know, leads into missing episodes being animated. Yeah. And we get the full collection. That would be nice. I think Evil might be their next one. That one's a. You would think they do a hard no. Maybe. Because you know, you know, Marco Polo is iTunes ready, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Shield Toy Maker would be a good one, I think. Um, yeah, that would be cool because I can't make any sense out of that when I'm listening to it. Yeah, Dalek Master Plan, I think, is good. Um, wow. You know, they wouldn't have to animate all of them, obviously, because three are done, so... Yeah. The Massacre. Massacre. Um, Macroterra. Yeah. Um, I think the Faceless Ones would be cool. Yes, it would. Oh, the Highlanders, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there's historical ones there, there's longer ones, so I don't know how, the, how well those will do. They have to put some of those in the box set, because who's going to go out and buy the Mythmakers, who's not a die-hard die fan? Yeah. I mean, this I Saturday, of us would, but, I mean... This Saturday on BBC America, the Mythmakers animated, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's what we think about Power of the Daleks, and it'll be coming out in February in, in America. The DVD came out last week of January. Okay. And then there's a Blu-ray coming out? In England in February. Oh, okay, I see now. And that'll have the, both will have the color version? Both will have the color one. Yeah. But if you just want the black and white one, you get the, the British one that's already out. Yeah, that's out already. So there's a lot of different ways to watch it.
Okay. All right. Thanks a lot.